to Tom Rabbonon at 14 lines from the bottom Kaf Gimel Amadon Okay, Tom Rabbonon Borishina in the beginning remember we're talking now about Tfilin about whether you can go into the conveniences you can go into the toilet with holding your Tfilin or not now remember last week we learnt that originally they used to put it if there's a wall you've got a field at the end of the field you've got a wall and behind the wall you've got the Rosh Hashanah you've got a street so in the beginning they used to put it in the hole of the wall facing the toilet and then the mice used to take it because there were mice around the field so then they decided we can't do that we have to, it's a bazoyan it's a disgrace for the tefillin so we're going to put it in the hole which faces the street because there were less mice there because the mice were scared of the people who were passing so therefore they put it in that hole and then if you remember there was this tragic story about a harlot who came past, took it and went to the base of Medrash with a tefillin and said you see this is what he gave me for, for my services and therefore they decided at that time Bess Hillel at least decided that one should actually you can go in into the toilet into a Bess Akise Kavua Bess Akise Kavua means a Bess Akise where there is Saya there's um, uh, yeah where Kadolim um, lying on the floor and you can go in there with the uh, with your t- with the tefillin in the hand. And this is where we start our Gemara tonight. At first, people would put tefillin in the holes in the wall that was towards the toilet. Or but mice would come and take them. Because in the field there are a lot of mice because the mice don't go. You see, there there were mice around. Remember, they didn't have rat catchers like like we do in our days. You know. So there were a lot of mice, and they stayed in the field. They wouldn't go to the road because they were scared of people. You might ask the same question: If they're scared of people, how come they weren't scared of this person who was in the toilet? Because he was in the toilet. Yes, you're right. But perhaps of one person they may not be so scared. But where there are a lot of people passing all the time, they wouldn't go. So they all sort of congregated in the field. So the chances are of somebody getting ho- of a mice getting hold of the tefillin and dragging it around even those few minutes was high and therefore that would be a disgrace for the tefillin so therefore that's why they didn't do it so and the mice used to come and take it therefore they brought in a new rule that people should put them in the windows that were towards the Rishus Arabim the street where there not so many mice less but when what happened was when they put it in those holes therefore the, the, the people who were passing the road would come and take them so therefore they made a new rule since there was no option other than taking it in you couldn't put it in one hole in the wall you couldn't put it in the other hole in the wall 
So they said, go in into the Torah with withholding them. And that is like what Beis Hillel said before. We had Beis Hillel, You can actually... So the should be taken in the hand, Yes. Yeah, yeah, you take it, you take it. Angel Yard, yes, yes, yes. Ah, yeah, see, that was, there was a question, there was a machlokas about that last time, whether since Shul Yard is, is, is covered already, whether you have to take it off or not. Some say yes, some say no. There's a machlokas about that. But the Shul Rosh, that's a different story. Yeah. Well, we had an example, didn't we? The, the story oh, with, 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 yeah. with yeah. Yeah, You mean that's a Yatsum That's a Yatsum yeah. Craig, Le- Craig Levine's film was stolen last week. Mm-hmm. Craig Levine's film yeah. was stolen you last see. week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, whenever something is left, wood, w- yeah. when, when anything yeah. I- I- is left, hmm? a person stolen. Somebody smashed his window and something. A person will take it, and you know, and perhaps even not for himself, but perhaps to sell it. Look how many, uh, what do you call it? Look how many, um, uh, robberies they've had in shuls. Even here in Golders Green, they've had robberies in shuls. They take a safe or whatever it is to try and sell it. It can happen. Sorry? They know the value. They know the value. They know the value, exactly. Any case, so, uh, okay, so we, Hiskinosh here, Ochsan Biyodavanichna. So the rule came that they should hold them in the hand and you can enter the toilet with them. Omer of Miyosha Bered Rabbi Shua Ben Levi Halacha the Halacha is that what do you do can you just walk in with tefillin holding holding the tefillin in your hand no you cannot Golan Kamin Sefer you've got to roll up the tefillin in their straps like we roll at night when we put our tefillin away we roll the tefillin up in other words we put the roll the straps up etc like you do with a scroll you roll it together and you hold them in your right hand because the right hand is always a stronger hand so it's a respect opposite your heart is also as a sign of respect and that's how you go in this idea that you can walk in into a base of Kisa holding it in the hand can only be done as long as the resource, the straps, are not protruding from your hand more than a tefach. And Rashi explains there are two reasons for that. Reason number one is because, yeah, but why, why the respect is for the twillin itself? Because in the twillin you've got the parchment, you've got the name of Hashem and everything. But what about the resource? The answer is that A, the resource are used to tie the twillin, so therefore they've got a kadusha. And second of all, you know, we have the, the word Shein Dalad Yud, which is the name of Hashem. The Shein is written on the actual finisher rosh on the side. The Dalad is in the back of the neck. We have different, you know, Dalad have there. And Yud, <coughs> if you look at the end of the finisher Yad, you see the, uh, um, the, what do you call it, a little Kesha there, that's the Yud. So since you, you've got the Dalad and the Yud on the straps, therefore they've also got Kudusha as well, therefore that's why they shouldn't stick out. If, if it's getting too hot for anyone, I mean, turn, turn it down a bit, you know? Yeah. Oh, so that's, that's the situation. And obviously it goes without saying, says, I think the Meiri says that, that without, that it's obvious not only that the straps can't stick out, but certainly the boxes mustn't stick out, because the boxes have got much more condition than the straps, because the boxes are the actual twillin. They are the twillin, they've got the, 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 uh, scrolls in them as well, the parchment with, with the shaman and so on. 
No, no, no. You've got to hold the tefillin in your hand, so no, it doesn't. Hand, it doesn't. You only got the, one hand tefillin. You go to the toilet. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that it doesn't stick out a tefach. A tefach is a long. A tefach is that amount. If it sticks a little bit out, oh, it's okay. A it's a tefach. You see, yeah. If you look at look at the Gemara. So for it to be a tefach, it's got to stick out a long way. So that you should be careful that you shouldn't do it. Obviously, the Gemara understands it's very hard to hold a pair of feeling that the, the retours don't come out at all. But they shouldn't come out a tefach, that, that they should be careful. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we had that. That we learned on the Gemara earlier on that you mustn't let it uh, dangle and so on. You know, and it depends which way the Gemara at the time when we discussed it was. It depends how you dangle it. If you dang- if you dangle it that the shorosh is on a peg and the ritzuas are sticking out, that's not so bad. But if you put the uh, ritzuas, the straps, mm-hmm. hanging on a peg mm-hmm. so that the shorosh, the actual tefillin, are hanging down, that's a bazoin. Remember, we had that in the Gemara earlier on, right in the beginning. Amar Rabbi Yaakov ba'acha Amar Rabbi Zeira lo'shonu el shiyashos b'yayim l'lobshon. You've got to remember that in those days they used to wear tefillin all day. Not like us, where we put our tefillin away. They used to wear it all day. I remember there was a yid in Stanford Hill called Zal or Schwab, and he used to wear tefillin all day. In fact, I remember he had to. Do you remember him, Danny? He lived in Lordship Park, Park, yeah. And he had a bowler hat, and huh? un- underneath the bowler hat, when he drove, rode a bike, you could see his tefillin was still on, and he kept them on all day. And I think he he, he did a bit of business in the afternoon, then he took it off. Was that Avram's? Um some relations they're, they're all awesome. relations mm. yeah. he has filling on all day really yeah. you've got to be on a madrega on a level to do that sorry yeah but that's not because they're late for shakra is it ok um, oh, so what we're saying is like this Lyshon or Elisha Shos Bayam Lelovshon that you have to sort of roll that you can roll the tefillin up like what we said you roll the ritzuas up and that only applies where there's still time to put the tefillin back on when you come outside of the toilet in other words people used to have it all the, all the time you obviously can't go into the toilet wearing the tefillin so then you roll them up that's when you've got time it means that when you come out of the basic kisse you you can put it back on. In other words, it's still in the day. But if you know by the time you leave the Besakise, it'll already be night, or it's too late to put your tefillin back on, then what you've got to do is You should make a bag for them. The bag must have a hollow of a tefach inside. We'll see in a minute why. And then it says umanichon. Now manichon is Rashi holds manichon means you can put them on the floor. The reason is because if you have got a bag of tefillin which is a tefah high, it isolates the interior. In other words, the contents which are in the in the tefillin it isolates, and therefore you can put it on the floor. If you haven't got a tefah then the bag is bottle. It's subservient. It's subordinate, if you want 
to the tefillin. It's like putting the tefillin on the floor, which you can't do. Therefore, that's why it's got to be a tefach. Yeah, they kiss the tefach. Oh, kiss, yeah, but kiss the kiss. This here and here and now, we're just talking about putting the tefillin on the floor, right? Kiss b'tayach kiss comes afterwards if a person has relations then you've got to have kiss b'tayach kiss but if you're just putting it on the floor as long as there's a tefach therefore it's not considered part it's, 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 it's separate the tefillin are separate to the bag and therefore it's not like you even though the tefillin might be at the bottom it's not as if you're putting them on the floor that's what Rashi says the Rambam says no we're talking about going in to the Besakise right so if you want to go back if you're going in at night then where you can't wear the tefillin at all then you should put it into a bag so now this halacha that you have to have a hollow of a tefach in the bag that is only required where the bag is made specially for putting tefillin in right Right now, why do we have to have a, what do you call it? Why do we have since it's specifically since his bag is made specifically for holding tefillin, it will automatically become bottled to it to that the bag will become bottled to the tefillin if there's not a hole of a tefach. The hole of a tefach makes it separate. That that's the situation. But if you put it in a bag which is not designated for tefillin, you just take a case bag and you put the tefillin in, then even if there's a hole of less than a tefach, I've been a proximate tefach, that's okay. No problem, it still separates it, that the tefillin from the bag, and you can put it on the floor. Pardon? Why not do that in the first place? Rather than hold it a bit, put it in a bag. When? Yeah, but Chazal said that if you're going to put it back on, they didn't bother you to go to the whole thing of finding a bag and putting it in a bag, etc. You don't need to do that. You can just go in because you're going to put it back straight on as soon as you come out of the basic case. Eh? However, here we're talking about a case where in any case you've got to put it away for the night. You've got to put it away for the night. Put it in a bag. Yeah. So, now, how do we know, how do we know that if a bag is not designated for storing tefillin, that you don't need a tefach to make a separation? So, Omamazut Ritem Ravashi, Teda, I'll bring you a proof. It's like this. If you have a mace, somebody who's passed away, dead person, is and you anything under the same roof, a person is lying dead on the floor, anybody or anything under the same roof will automatically become Tome as well. However, there's a special postulk in Chukas which tells us that if you've got an earthenware vessel which is sealed, then the contents, the interior, the contents in that earthenware vessel do not become <laughs> Tommy. There's special because there is that cause of the postulk tells us that. Now we know that even if the contents inside, even if the area inside that jar, that earthenware jar, is less than a tefach, it also is separate and it will not become Tomei. Right? Shari Pachim Kotanim, these small jars, 
Matzilin Ba'alameis. They are saved from becoming Tomei in a tent, in a place where you're under the same roof, or where these jars are under the same roof as a mace. Normally, everything would become Tomei, but this is a special Chiddush that an earthenware vessel, what's in an earthenware vessel, which is sealed, does not become Tomei. And since it's less than a Tefach, there you see you don't have to have a Tefach. So what does that prove? That proves in our case as well, that for Tefillin bag, why? Because that, that, that um, Pachim Katanim that you've got, Right, it's not specially made for though for, for for what do you call it? It's not specially made. The interior space, even though it's less than a tefach, it can sort of isolate the contents, as it were, from the area where the mace is. Is it isolate the outer lid? What? The outer lid. No, no, no. It must have a lid on. No, isolate. If what? Every Kaylee, which is Urza and Kaylee, which has got the lid in, in the oil, yeah. it's always, it's always Matsi, regardless if it's under or over the Tefah. No matter if you mean it. What's the difference? No, no, no. It's closed. No, it's so, closed. no yeah, yeah, it's closed. So, no, but the Chiddush is that we say that the, the, in, the contents of this Pach does not become Tome even if it's less than a Tefah. Which proves the Chiddush is the Chiddush is that the contents are not considered part of being under the same roof. Since the contents are in a sealed jar of earthenware, Kaylee, it doesn't think. Now the the, the, the Chiddush is that even if it's not a tefach, normally we have to have a tefach in order for it to be isolated that it doesn't become tome. But here we see that it doesn't. So similarly by Tfilin as well, right? A tefillin, only a bag that is designated for that purpose needs a tefah. A bag which is designated for tefillin needs a tefah. Yes. But, right, because such a bag is considered bottle, it's, it's subordinate to, to the tefillin. It's like yes. part of the tefillin because it's specially designated yes. for to put tefillin into it. Yes. However, if you have a bag, an ordinary bag, like we said, like a case bag, and you put filling in it, then even if there's not a tefach, you don't, you, you, it doesn't become, uh, you, you can do it. You can put the filling in the bag. No problem, no problem. So you can put it and you can put it in the, exactly parallel to the earthenware vessel. Leo's alright? Because even though it's less than a tefach, that's the chiddush, because normally you need a tefach. So, th- to isolate it. So, so this is a proof that under certain circumstances you don't need a tefah. Why do you not need a tefah here? Because it is not a keli which is designated for putting tefillin in. It's something completely separate. Therefore, then it isolates it just like the pach and katanim do in the oil and mace. Huh? You mean that it doesn't need a tether? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very small. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember I, I have for my first from a bar mitzvah tefillin. My father went to Hochhauser, cost him eight pounds. It was many a few years back. And they were very, they were tucker small tefillin, completely kosher tefillin, but they were small. So, you know. I remember there's a story about Rabbi Levine in the Tzadik of Yishayim. Yeah, Ari Levine. Ari Levine. Uh, he was once walking to a to a, to a lawyer, and uh, he broke off from the lawyer, went to a 
went to a florist to buy a pot. So the person was walking with him, couldn't understand what he was doing. He was, he was he says, you know, I've got to buy this pot. Why? Because one of the chaylim in the in the, in the uh, died, and he had an infection. Stick to get an infection in the hospital. I wanted to burn his tefillin, or they would burn all his clothes. So he, he, he wanted to get this pot particularly for tefillin, so they should be buried. With him, yeah. Same, similar thing, yeah. Right. Uh, when we, uh, Talmudim, would follow Rabbi Yochanan, what would he used to happen? He have a boil, a male, a base, kisse. When he needed to enter a toilet, he have a knock it, sifra, da agadata, have a yavalon. When he would have a safer of Agola, he's a drush explaining Pesukim, etc., he would give it to us before entering. And then, he have a knock at Tfilin, however, if he was holding Tfilin, he wouldn't give them to us, but he would take the Tfilin into the toilet with him. Omar, because he would say, Since the Chachomim allow you to take what we said, Beis Hillel allows you to take the Tfilin into the toilet, Nintron, they will protect me while I'm inside. Rashi says, Nintron Yishmaruni, Achnisem Imi, I'll bring them in with me, Yishmaruni Minamazikin. This is the sort of evil spirits which exist in, in the toilet. We don't quite understand what that is, but it seems to be that uh, there were evil spirits, and therefore these Tfilin will protect me from these evil spirits. Similarly, another, another sort of similar, same story, just a different person, Omarova. If he was holding a book of Agoda, Yoivon, he would give it to us before he went to, to, to the toilet. But if he was holding Tfilin, he wouldn't give it to us. Omar, he said, Since Chachom allowed you to take it into a toilet, when necessary, let them protect me while I'm inside from the Mazik. Ton Rabono. A person should not hold tefillin in his hand. This has got nothing to do with the toilet. We've finished toilet at the moment. Right? It means generally a person should not hold tefillin in his hand or the safer chayr of Israel or safer chayr in his arm via spalil and davam. Why? Rashi explains the top line Rashi. He's, he's not relaxed. With filler with his davening, he can't concentrate on his davening. He's always worried that if he's got the tefillin in his hand or the safer tire on his arm, that it will fall, so he won't be able to properly concentrate on davening. The next thing is yashtin vahen mayim. He is not allowed to do katanim to urinate when he's got tefillin in his hand. Now you're immediately going to ask me, but we've just learned yeah, yeah. that you, you can go into a Besa Kise Kavua. Yes. And you can do Gadailim. So how come? Oh, the Gomorrah is going to talk all about that. But it says here, You can't have, you can't, um, urinate with filling in your hand. He shouldn't sleep with them. Neither a fixed sleep nor a nap. And Rashi explains, because he might pass wind. And, that's, uh, that's not respect. Omar Shmuel says Shmuel, Sakin Umoas Okoravakiko. Sakin is a knife. Umoas is money. Okoara, a plate, plate of food. Vakiko and a loaf of bread. Hari Eluka Yaitzabahen. Those items are similar to the Tfilin and the Sefer Torah in that one should not hold them while you're davening. Why is that? Rashi explains. 
you shouldn't hold a knife because the knife may fall and may injure him also you shouldn't hold a plate with food because the plate may spill also the money to hold the money it might fall and it will be lost and the loaf of bread you shouldn't hold because it will fall and it will get dirty so those are the reasons so the same way that we said in other words when it says or say for Torah that's not an exhaustive list that gives a couple of examples and then for Shmuel adds various other examples ok now we come this part that we said that you shouldn't urinate with tefillin in your hand now the Gemara will come to discuss this Omer of Omer of says rather in the name of Rav the halacha does not follow this b'risa. This b'risa which says should not urinate while you've got tefillin in your hand. That does not, with the halacha is not like that. It's Beis Shamahi. Because it goes according to Beis Shamah. And as we know in Erevin, Davyud Gimel, it says a baskal came out from heaven and said the halacha is always like Beis Hila. Except four so, cases. But then, except four uh, yeah, cases. except very well, well there are exceptions. Yeah. No, I uh, didn't know that. Okay, homework for next week. I remember. Clive will tell you next, Danny will tell you next week. Rabbi Angel gave me a yeah. sweet about 60 years ago. Yeah. Because I said in the shear, this is one of the four cases. Oh, very good. <laughs> Do you have a Rabbi Angel? Very good. Do you have a Sorry, I don't give out sweets. <laughs> Do you remember Angel? He was an angel. So you Do you remember him? Of course, of course I remember him. What a lovely man he was. Tremendous artist. What a lovely man, yeah. Yeah. What a lovely man. Yeah, he was a secretary, he became the secretary of Kultura Yeshiva in his, Did he? his later years. Yeah. Really? I want to make a nice halo. Right. There we go. So what we're saying is like this. So the halacha does not follow this price. the Beis because it is the uh, opinion of Beis Shammai. Now, how do we know that you can't urinate with Tulin Yunan? How do you know that goes according to Beis Shammai? The e Beis Hillel. If you will say it's Beis Hillel, I will say to you, it doesn't make sense. Hash the Beisakise Kavua Shari, even with respect to a Beisakise Kavua, where there's sire, where there's dirt lying on the ground, Beis Hillel allows you to take tefillin inside. Beisakise Arim Mipoya, with respect to only a toilet, a temporary toilet, which hasn't, which is not dirty yet, which you're just using for, for Katanim, to urinate, certainly would be okay. So Elamai, that can't go according to Beis Hillel, so it must go according to Beis Shammai. So therefore, that's why Robert says the name of Sheshus, the halacha is not like that, Brisa, because for like Yashtin Bahen Maim, you may not urinate with tefillin in your hand, goes according to Beis Shammai, and we don't pass the night Beis Shammai. So, uh, what would be the thinking behind this, this particular Beis Shammai, that even if you're holding tefillin in your hand, it's still just... Ah, uh, we will see, we will see. The Gomorrah will now they, they brought a kasha on what Robert just said. Remember, Robert said that the halacha is like, it is, the halacha is not, does not follow that brighter because it, because it's the, it reflects the opinion of Beis Shammai. And we don't pass like Beis Shammai. So now we bring another brighter. It says, Zavorim Sheitarati Lechokan or Sarati Lechokan. It's a very enigmatic saying. What does it mean? Things that I allow for you here, I forbade for you there. So let's have a look in Rashi. It's about the third or fourth line of the narrow lines at the top. So something shehitauti lechokan, I allowed you here, but beis akise kavua, in a beis akise kavua, 
right, where there's excrement found, or I forbade you where there's where you only urinate. Okay, that that's what the Brisa says. Now, says Gomorrah, if you say that this Brisa follows base Hillel, that's fine, I can understand it. He tarati khan kavua even though something which I allowed you here in other words I allowed you to take your twillin into a I forbade you for there to take into a when normally you just use it for urinating so that fits in very well fine if you want to say this particular b'risa goes according to Beis Shammai the, the words something that I allowed for you here I forbade for you there where did he allow anything? Beis Shammai says you can't across the board he doesn't allow anything so what we're saying is that this particular b'risa has got to go according to Beis Hillel and once you say this price has got to go according to base Hillel, then we can find the case of Devorim Shetarati Lechokam. In other words, something which I allowed for you here to take your tefillin into a base Kisei Kavua. Or Sarati Lechokam, I forbade you to take into a base Kisei Arai. So therefore it says, V'lo Yashtim Behen Mayim, that you mustn't urinate the water, can go according to base Hillel. Yes. Because yes. we said it must go according to base Shammai. Why? Because if already base Hillel allows you to take into Hillel into a base Akisei Kavuah, certainly he would allow you to take it in to a base Akisei Arai. However, this Brysa proves that the Vorm Shetati Lachokam or Sarati Lachokam can only mean that somebody who allows you to take it into a base Akisei Kavuah forbids you to take it into a Beis HaKisei Arai. And that, the, the, the Gomorrah just proved, that has to be Beis Hillel. Because Beis Shammai asses it across Everything. the board, as you say. Once you've established that this Brysa goes according to Beis Hillel, we go back to the first Brysa and say, V'lo Yashin Bahen Mayim applies to Beis Hillel. Because since Beis Hillel says he forbids, he, he forbids you to do in other words, even though he allows you base Hillel to go to base Hakisei Kabua, he forbids you to go to a base Hakisei Arai, then that must go according to base. Can only go according to base Hillel. We still got the question. We still got the question. How which the Gemara asks? How come he doesn't allow it into a base Hakisei? Um, alright if you allow a person to take filling into a base I can certainly like, oh, that the Gemara will ask we've got that we've still got that question but the fact is that the Bryce of Allah Yashin which we said must go according to base Shammai the Gemara has now proved that it could go according to base Hiddah even though it's counterintuitive even though it, yes yeah but we'll see the reason why afterwards so the Gemara says no the Gemara rejects that interpretation and says no 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 when we learn that we are not at all talking about Tvelin. We're not talking about Tvelin. And therefore it's no proof on the first Brysa which is talking about Tvelin. 
it does, it's, got, it's not reflective of that at all. It's talking about something completely different. How do we know this? Oh, look, the Gomorrah says that. The Gomorrah explains, what are we talking about? When you go to the toilet, how much of your body are you allowed to expose? Right? One tefach and two tefachim. Right? The Tonachoda, now the Gemara explains. The Tonachoda, we learnt in one Bryce, when you relieve yourself, right, for excrement purposes, he can expose only one tefach behind, right, because that's all you need, you only need one tefach to be able, you're sitting down, that's all you need. In other words, you expose only as much as you need. You need, in, so the Chazal said, one tefach is enough for behind. However, and in the front, two tefachim. We'll see in a minute why. For Tanya Idoch, and we learned in a different price, so behind one tefach, which is exactly the same, so the two prices don't argue about achrod. But Olafonov, where's the first price that says, Olafonov, we're allowed to tefachim. But it's the second price that says a lafonov like club. Not at all. You can't open up at all. Oh, so now, how do we reconcile these two prices? My love, do you not think that both of these prices refer to a man like Kasha? And they're not contradictory. The latter price, which allows exposing only a tefach in the back, but nothing in the front, is talking about where the person goes to relieve himself for excrement purposes. Right? So therefore he doesn't need anything open in the front. Can look at him. Whereas the former price, which allows you to expose two tefachim in front, refers to a person who's going to urinate. Right? Now, by the way, why why is one allowed to have two tefachim in the front and one tefach in the only one tefach in the back? Because one tefach in the back is enough. But whereas when you in the front you spray, okay, you you know when you when when you urinate, it doesn't come straight out; it arches and so on. It, you need more room, right? So therefore, what it says is like this. We go back to these words. The Vorim Khan That which I allowed you in a in a in in a Vesakise Ari only when you urinate, i.e. to expose to Tfochim, I forbade you when you defecate. In other words, when you do Gadilim, right, you can't open up in the front at all. The Fonovalai Club. So that's what it means. Again, it's nothing to do with filling at all. It's to do with how much you can expose yourself. When you go to urinate, I allowed you to open up two tefachim in the front. Right? When you only go to defecate, I didn't allow you to open up anything in the front at all. Yeah. Sorry, so, so yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. That will be the answer of the Gemara. You are an Amira. Clive, join the ranks of the Amaraim. You are thinking ahead. Yes. Yeah. That is what the Gemara will answer shortly. That will, yeah. Yeah. That will shortly be answered.
the tip so says the Gemara no this explanation does not hold water the Tisbra <laughs> oh sorry sorry excuse the pun Jeremy knock that out <laughs> alright the Tisbra does that is that reasonable no if you're saying that the Katanim right you are allowed both Bryce to say the Achra behind you can open a Tefach but however for Katanim you can in addition to opening up a Tefach on the back you can open up two in the front but it says Gemara if you're just going for Katanim Achra of Tefach Lomeli why do you need a Tefach behind in any case you're not going for that you're going for Katanim so the whole thing doesn't make sense you want to say right but Kamba Katanim they allow you to open up two in front and one in the back but one in the back you don't want, what do you need one in the back for so your whole explanation of Katanim and Katanim etc doesn't make sense at all Elar says the Gemara both prices are talking about Gedalim both, both cases are talking Aye, why does one say you're not allowed anything in the front and the other Bryson says you're allowed two tefach in the front well like kasha it's not a kasha the Bryson which allows exposing a tefach in the back as well as two tefach in the front that's dealing with a man excuse me where's the Bryson which permits exposing only a tefach in the back and nothing in the front is a woman why? Because a man, the reason why a man has got to expose, he's going for gadolim, he's going to, to excrement, right? But, from the, what do you call it, when he, when he, he exerts himself to, to move his bowels, that will cause him to urinate as well, that's why he's allowed to open two to him in front. Whereas a woman, the nature of a woman is that she can only expose herself in the back, Right, because when she does her gadolim, when she uh, passes stools, right, it won't make her urinate. Where's the man? Son? Well, it seems to. I don't. I, don't <laughs> I ask them. I keep on asking members of my family. You know, and most of them don't want to answer. Table and shovels. No, table and shovels, but uh, other times. Right, I ask them, and they don't give me a, pr- a proper answer either because they're too embarrassed, or they don't concentrate on it. They don't realise. I said, "Well, do me a favour. I need to know. It's, it's for holy purposes, it's not for biological purposes, right? Next time you go, just well, you know, think, and they don't really know. But I mean, the fact that the, if if the Gomorrah says it, it's probably probably true. So um, I asked my wife, and she said, "Yeah, it's true." And then then a week later, she changed her mind. She says, "No, I'm not so sure." <laughs> Perhaps it's sometimes... See, it seems with a man, it always happens. It could be... But with a woman, perhaps it sometimes happens, whatever. But, okay. So therefore, ah, oh, so now coming up, and with this we finish, w- we started off, what is Peshat in Devorim Shetarati Lechokan or Sarati Lechokan? Therefore, it means that which I permitted for you here. In the case of a man i.e. for two t- to have two tzvachim open I forbade you in the case of a woman you cannot have two tzvachim open and thing because she does not when she goes for gadolim she does not need to urinate so that's what it means so that's what we are so still even according to this explanation it's got nothing to do with tefillin in other words we first thought it had connection with tefillin 
Then we said it's to do with Tefach Tochayim. And we wanted to say one is Katanim, one is Katanim, one is Katanim. We said that can't be, because if it's Katanim, what do you need to have a Tefach at all open in the back? You don't need it. So therefore we said one is with a man, one is with a woman. But the bottom line is still that we're not talking about Tefillin. So we wanted to, originally, we started off by saying, Robert said in the name of Rabbi Sheshus, that Halach is not like this, because it goes according to Beis Shammai. And then we brought a proof that Devarim Shetayt Lechokan or Sati Lechokan can also go like Beis Hillel. Right? And, but now the Gemara objects to that and says, no, you cannot bring a riot from that, because that particular Brisa which says, that what I permitted you here, I forbade for you there, does not refer to fill in at all. It refers to how much you're allowed to reveal yourself and the difference between a man and a woman. Leave it there.